Hey there, it's Mark Yeagy. Welcome back. And today is one of those interesting days where Bitcoin went from 38,000 to 39,000 to 40,000 when, when all of my buddies started texting me and they're like, hey, Bitcoin's at 40,000. Well, Bitcoin's at 41,239 now. Listen, I don't post that much on Bitcoin anymore. You know why? Because for so long, I felt like I was pushing a boulder up a hill, you know, trying to tell people to buy Bitcoin. Now, I don't look at Bitcoin as an investment. I'm sorry, I just don't. Most people do, they look at it as a price thing and they're like, oh my God, it's at 41,000. I don't care what the price is. Bitcoin is to me an insurance policy. It's a store of value, first of all, like gold, doesn't pay you anything as an investment. There's no cash flow from it. And it's a store of value, it'll hold your value. But for me, more, more so, it's an insurance policy. It's an insurance policy against the crap that's going on in the world. If you think this world is normal now, you got another thing coming, right? And I don't think the world is normal. I think the world is crazy. And what's really crazy is we're printing more money than we've ever printed. I keep saying this and people don't understand that when you print more money out of nothing, there's no work to back it up. And so the money becomes worth less and less and less, right? If you're a lazy person that sits on your couch playing video games all day, right? If you're running a business, you don't want to hire that person. That person's not going to do any work. They're lazy. But if you find somebody that's right next to them that's applying for the same jobs, that's going, I'm going to work really hard. Let me show you. And they they, they work really hard. And they, they do the best job they can. They're always trying to get better. You want to give that person money. You want to give that person employment. You want to give that person opportunity. That's the same thing with money. When you create money out of nothing, like the Fed does, like the central banks around the world do, you get nothing. So let's go to math. If you want to use your left, left brain a little bit, when you have a, a, a numerator, it's a numerator and a denominator, right? Remember, go back to our division, right? The numerator is the top number and the, and the denominator is the bottom number, right? The bigger the bottom number, the smaller the amount. So one tenth is 10%, but one one hundredth is 1%, okay? In other words, 10% of $100 is $10. But 1% of $100 is only $1. Does that make sense? So the bigger that number gets on the bottom, the, the less the whole equation is worth. All right. I know it's simple, but this is for the people that don't think about it like this. That denominator is getting infinitely larger. You don't hear Congress talking about spending less money. You hear the Fed talking about printing more money. Whether they're talking about it, whether they're not talking about it, because right now they're not talking about it as much, they are printing money. They have to, to be able to fund this interest payments that's gone up because interest rates have gone up. The interest payments on the debts have also gone up. It's like a trillion dollars more. That's, it's bigger than the military budget. Meaning every man, woman, and child in the United States has to pay some money not to get more jobs, not to hire more people, not to create more bridges and roads, but to pay interest to some other foreign country that buys our debt. So what's going on is that denominator is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, which means that your dollar is becoming worth less and less and less and less and less, right? The dollar has debased 90% since 1971 when Nixon took us off the gold standard. That was when the dollar was backed by gold. You could take a dollar bill into the bank and they would give you an ounce of gold or whatever. They would give you the amount of gold that that was worth at the time, okay? 
but they don't do that now. You can barely get cash if you go into the bank. And you say, I go, try going to the bank and saying you want 15 grand. They're not gonna give it to you. It's your money, but they're not gonna give it to you because they don't have it. So the bottom line is the, the denominator is getting bigger and the numerator, you know, stays the same, right? An ounce of gold today is $2,100, right? That's because the dollar denominator has gotten bigger. The ounce of gold hasn't gotten worth more. An ounce of gold, they always use this, an ounce of gold will buy one really nicely tailored high-end men's suit. A hundred years ago, an ounce of gold would buy one nicely tailored high-end men's suit. So it's the same thing. The gold hasn't changed. The denominator has gotten bigger. Why has gold gone from $35 to $2,100? Okay, now let's go to Bitcoin. So Bitcoin, if the government is printing all this free money and there's no value in the denominator, right? The denominator just keeps going up. There's no value in the equation. What ends up happening? Well, compared to Bitcoin, you should see the charts. The charts are crazy. But Bitcoin only has 21 million Bitcoins that are ever going to be produced. They have a limit. They don't have a Fed. They don't have somebody sitting next to a free stack of money. It's only going to be 21 million. They're never going to make any more, right? They're never going to make any more. It's built into the algorithm. So if they're never going to make any more and everybody wants it, supply and demand laws say that it's going to go up in value. Okay? And it's certainly going to go up in value on top of the fact that not just people want more of it because it's going to become more valuable itself as a commodity, but the denominator is going to be going up higher, right? Like it's going on right now. So that's why you see Bitcoin at 41,000. That's reason number one. Okay, that's the tirade for reason number one. Hey there, it's Mark Yegi. I hope you're enjoying the show. Say, if you're interested in becoming involved in crypto technology, especially Bitcoin, but don't know how to go about it, I have some resources for you to go over on my website, wealtharchitectpodcast.com. And if you're a high net worth investor, I have something built especially for you and my other accredited investors. It's a fund specifically dedicated to the exciting future of Bitcoin and crypto. It's called the IntelliGrowth Digital Fund. Hey, listen, I know that if you haven't dedicated a few hundred hours to learning what's going on in Bitcoin space, it can be overwhelming. And that's why me and my team have spent thousands of hours determining the best way to invest, whether it's payment networks, storage, Bitcoin as a currency or a store of value, or even just how this technology is changing the world. I firmly believe that Bitcoin and crypto technology is here to stay. So you might as well have some exposure to it before it really takes off. I always tell my investors that we are all going to need to understand Bitcoin. The only question is whether you do it now, while it's also a great investment, or later when billions of people are using it every day, kind of like the internet. Anyway, if you want to find out how to be an investor, drop me a line here, mark at wealtharchitectpodcast.com, and we could see if it's right for your portfolio. Now, back to the show. But reason number two is because there are 12 exchange traded fund applications that want to trade Bitcoin. Companies like Fidelity, companies like BlackRock, huge companies with a ton of investors that are like, I want to buy some Bitcoin. Now you can buy Bitcoin at my hedge fund if you're an accredited investor, but these guys are going to make it available to everybody. What do you think is going to happen when everybody gets a piece of Bitcoin? It's going to go up. Everybody's going to want a piece of Bitcoin. It's going to drive the, the value of Bitcoin up, right? 
If there's only one Mona Lisa, the value of that Mona Lisa, if everybody wants it, is high. It doesn't matter what the denominator is, the value of the asset itself is high. Bitcoin is gonna be that because the value of everything else is crap. The value, the value of the euro is going down. They're printing money. The value of the yen, oh my God, they've been printing money for 20 years. The value of the US dollar is crazy. You know what's not crazy? The value of Bitcoin keeps going higher. The value itself. Not because they're printing more money, but because more people want it. So today you're seeing it at 41,000. I think we're just getting started if you want to look at price tracking. It doesn't matter to me what the price is. It's an insurance policy against this crazy you know, printing of money by the Fed against this crazy world we're living in where we don't know what genders we are. We're changing genders because a kid says that he wants to be a cowboy when she's a girl, right? Or whatever. Like there's crazy stuff going on and there's wars. All this stuff, all these wars have to do with the military industrial complex. The military industrial complex gets its money from fake money, from fiat money, from the Fed. What do you think? You think you and I print money and we send it over to Ukraine? Do, you, do we care about Ukraine, you and me? Like I care about them, I wanna be compassionate, but like I've got stuff in my backyard that I'd rather be compassionate about. You and I don't wanna send money to Ukraine. Most of us couldn't even find it on a map. And here we are, we've sent $200 billion to Ukraine. You gotta wonder why that's happening. I'll let you do your own research on that one. I got my own opinions. But that's just the crazy stuff. We're spending money because it doesn't, there's, there's, there's no repercussions for spending money, right? Who's making money off that? All right, listen, I don't want to go too far into it. I just want you to know, Bitcoin hit another milestone. It's not the all-time high. The all-time high was like $69,000, but it's getting there. And now it's getting there into a cycle that's called the halving cycle, halving, H-A-L-V-I-N-G. It's going to be halving in the second half of next year which means they're gonna be producing fewer and fewer per Bitcoin cycle. Bitcoin cycles every 10 minutes and it produces a certain number of Bitcoin. Right now it produces 6.25 Bitcoin every 10 minutes. That's gonna to go to 3.125 next year. And it changes every four years until they stop making Bitcoin, which happens in 2140. So they're not making any more Bitcoin. I mean, they're only making, think about it, they're only making three Bitcoin. Like we're printing like a million dollars a minute at the Fed, they're making three Bitcoin. You see the value difference there? Okay, Bitcoin is an insurance against this crazy world. I hope you get that. I've been preaching to the world to buy Bitcoin for two and a half years. Most people just don't listen to me, so I kind of stopped talking about it. It's like pushing that boulder up the hill. I'm tired of doing that, but I still believe in it. So anyway, enough from me. I hope that helps you today. See you on the next one. Take care. Hi, I'm Mark Yegi. Every new year brings hope. But have you ever made those resolutions and by February they're out the window? Yeah, me too. This coming January 13th and 14th, join me at Your Greatest Year. It's an online summit dedicated to setting you on a path to transformation, abundance, and growth. Make your resolutions a reality. Let's create magic together in 2024. Make 2024 your greatest year. You've been listening to the Wealth Architect Podcast with Mark Yegi. Follow us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Share and tell your friends. See you soon.